Welcome, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of the Fiverr Life, episode six, I believe. And we're going to get into a little more in depth. Um, a lot of it's going to be seller focused based on the fact that I'm a seller. You know, I do buy gigs occasionally, but for the most part, most of my time on Fiverr is spent working on orders. And so, you know, to discuss this five star review aspect, I'm going to kind of go into both sides of it. Although, you know, there are some things that I'm like, what, what? But one thing I've always learned as Fiverr has evolved, as I've been working with them for seven and a half years, whatever, I think that more people have learned that you can trust Fiverr, you know, as they move forward, all the things they've developed, all the features they've added, all the little, you know, bells and whistles are always usually to help the seller, always usually, mostly to help the seller, you know, and obviously they're going to look out for the buyers too, because the buyers got the money, y'all. You wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't have a marketplace if you didn't have the money coming in, you know, it'd just be a bunch of sellers like looking around like, hmm, well, what are we doing here? There's no buyers, but Fiverr brings the buyers, they bring the traffic, they bring the money to the sellers. And if you've got something to offer and it's, you know, got a good value attached to it, you got, you got a great way of really kind of building up a good reputation to get you even more sales. And that's one thing that the five star reviews does. It's just an example of your work. You know, obviously taken from eBay, taken from Amazon, Etsy operates highly on five-star reviews, you know, and a lot of sites and shopping sites and e-commerce sites are going to that, you know, because really at the end of the day, your comparison, people are there to comparison price. And if your reviews are a little more shiny than somebody else's, obviously you got the one up. So it's a lot more detailed than it used to be. Back when Fiverr started, it was <laughs> a thumb up or a thumb down. That's it. You either did it or you didn't. You either good job or, you know what, screw this guy. And sometimes those thumb downs would kill you because they were bright red. It'd stand out. And if you got like two in a row, and there wasn't no basis, it was either yes or no. So if it was a 49 percenter, you weren't getting a 2.4, 2.2 star rating. You were going to get a thumb down completely. So they, they advanced that, obviously, as time went on and gave you an option to comment. So thumbs up. And hey, it was good, but could have done this. Or hey, that was awesome. Or a thumb down saying, you know, it was not what I expected, blah, blah, blah. But the thumbs down still look bad on your profile. One thing that has always kind of been and needs to change, and this is a little negative aspect that I'll jump in before I get um, a bunch of positive, more, you know, reinforcement on why five-star reviews are important. But it's the fact that on Fiverr that you can go to your gig separately and you can see your comment in return, you know, where you go to the profile and say, it's just my general profile at fiverr.com slash sports. And you read the reviews there. You can only see buyer reviews. You can't see your rebuttals or your thank yous or your, Hey, you know, whatever's it's only buyer reviews. But when you go to the actual gig, then you can see your thank yous or your ratings, you know, underneath that. And so one thing I would like eventually is, is to either, just don't give the seller the option to put the feedback or if you're going to do it, let that feedback show on the profile too, because a lot of times I want to thank the artist publicly or they explain something and I explain something back. And you know, now it's turned into kind of a blind situation. We all know how the, uh, the reverse rating system is kind of gone to, but at the same time, it keeps people honest in what they're doing. I mean, if, 
if you didn't have a good experience with the the buyer and they gave you five stars but then you blindly give them three yeah that looks kind of weird you know and but at the same time maybe give them an indication of hey next time let's step it up a little bit on your on your buyer skills but it also as a seller, you don't want to publicly do that. So what I've learned to do, and I'll just jump into this now, and then I'll expand upon a little bit more outside of this, because it's kind of a jump forward, but I'll come back to it. And that's really is let them rate whatever then, because it kind of causes anxiety a little bit, but let them rate. If you know it's somebody that's going to provide positive feedback, like a five or a four and a half, you know, then go ahead and accept that and rate them right away. Or save those up especially if you're you know busy fiber seller or you're you got some good momentum you're getting orders consistently you got some time to rate it back so you know and, and i think after 10 days you don't get the option okay so it used to be like 30 days where rating on both sides but now it's 10 days even if they rate and you don't rate back 10 days it still goes public okay so it still goes on your profile and if you rate back obviously that goes quicker but if you don't, you know, you can save up a few. So let's say you're not sure. Okay. And so you have a few that you're sure about, man, this people rate me five stars. So hold on to it for a minute, work on some people you might not be so sure about some new people's new buyers. And then once that's, you know, they get their feedback or you answer them and they're like four, three and a half. You're like, what? Well, let me get these five stars and drown them out a little bit. You have to kind of use that leverage a little bit. That's the way to toy with it. Um, and still be legit about it. But also, if you you know aren't sure, let it run 10 days and then show up because then again, you still have some in the bag. And if you have some in the bag, orders closed out, delivered, rated, that's always good. I got that momentum right now, which is nice. And it's obviously it's coming into the slower time of the year when we get to late December and get into January and early February. So this is the time to start marketing. And maybe start getting some more five-star reviews. And if you have to lower your pricing, maybe to uh, entice that a little bit, to get some more buyers in, to get more reviews in, to stack them up because they're really important. I mean, people read them, look at them. I do when I'm shopping hotels, restaurants, anything that you know you're looking at as far as spending your money. You can look at it ahead of time. Apartments, you know, home buying sites. There's a lot of different ways that you can kind of judge whether you want to do business with that person or not. And so it's important for the buyer to go with the people that are obviously giving a good reviews, but also if you, if you're a buyer and you're looking through the reviews and it looks good and you see a negative one, make sure you don't just stick on that negative one, read more past that because chances are there's going to be 95 to 98% of the people giving four or five star reviews compared to one, two, and three. You know, I get, I think I've done almost, I think 9,800 orders completed, over 9,800. I'm approaching that 10,000, not completed, rated. So basically almost 10,000 people rated. I'm over 16,000 completed orders. And so it sits at that 61% mark, 62% mark. Usually one out of three people won't rate at all. Some people don't know what to do. Some people just don't like rating, don't like rating systems. And some people, you might've been their first and only experience on Fiverr and they won't come back for another couple of years or something. So it's really looking into being able to leverage yourself too. Also, if you know, you can't ask for five-star reviews, but you can also 
pass on the value descriptively because a lot of people when they come to Fiverr they don't know what they're getting they're new to internet they're new to e-commerce they're new to marketing they're new to anything that you have to offer most of the time especially if they have a low budget chances are they're just trying to build trying to learn do some things and so you know if you're more descriptive in your offer and what you deliver say hey I did this for you this is what it can do for you I did this for you this is what it can do for you feed them back with maybe a little advice a little information because people value that and that could be a hundred dollar advice that you just got a ten dollar gig for and that's a hundred dollar advice they might even give you a ten dollar tip for that little extra advice because you're the expert you're you're the the one they came to to get something done and so they trust you and if they trust you and you can give them proof why they should trust you trust me it's going to show and reflect in your reviews and it's going to show and reflect in your pocketbook because i get a lot of tips that way too you know like People don't know social media marketing. I'll say, hey, if you do this, hashtag trends, consistent posting, just show them little little tinks and little ways and put that into the conversations. I have templates for it. And so if they're new to it, it's good advice. If they're not, it's reinforcing. And if they know what they're doing, it's even better because then it turns into more of an interaction and a partnership of two people that are, I know what results I can get you realistically back and forth. Okay, it works out great. And you get your your ratings that way anyway, because usually people that know what they're doing come to you because you seem like you know what you're doing. And if you can prove that to them, that's an easy five-star review, five-star review right there. So I just feel like it's something that we're all going to be stressing about as fiber sellers, as just e-commerce sellers, you know, it's especially the reverse system. If you know what somebody's rating and commenting, it's easier to reply like, Hey, thank you. And you know, and maybe they put something that maybe could have give you Make some feedback and tell them why in the rating. That's that's hard, okay. And that's that's the difficult part about it is because it looks so weird and awkward if somebody rates you bad and you're like, hey, thank you, appreciate it. Five stars for you too. Oh, one star for me. Oh man. Well, I didn't know what you rated me, so I'm just gonna say thank you anyway. <laughs> and that's what I do now. So now I'm at that point of if I don't know what they're rating and I'm just gonna take a guess and I'm gonna rate it. And it could be a five star. It's like rolling the dice or, you know, like that's the anxiety about it is it's going to go public. And so <laughs> do you want it public now or do you want it public in 10 days? Either way, it's going to go public, whether you want it to or not. If they've made the rating, it's going to go public. You know, I get some that I think I did five star for and they seem like they would have gave five stars. And then 10 days later, it's like 3.5 or 3.7. And you're like, really, man? And, you know, it's that's that 10 day of disappointment delay when I could have been disappointed 10 days ago, but it also teaches you to just not give a crap. Okay. And that's one thing you have to learn is to press forward. I mean, I get too attached and I used to do that, you know, like people would upset me because I would have open communication with them, communicate with them more than a lot of people. And it's usually the people that spend less and they want your time more. And so you pay that attention to their time and then they still deduct on the rating. You're like, man, I got this guy over here with a hundred dollar order who didn't even take up any of my time, close it out in and out five stars. And then I got you with a $10 order. I spent an hour with you going back and forth and messaging, working on your order, doing things, communicating with you, giving you some advice. And then you still deduct and you don't take my advice or don't apply it to what I've delivered. And that's the hard thing to juggle. But again, one thing to remember is 98% of the people, if you're delivering good product, good service, good value, they're going to rate you five stars, four and a half anyway, to drown those out. Okay. So if one out of a hundred, two out of a hundred, three out of a hundred is going to rate you two, three stars or one star, let them. 
let them get your money okay that's the biggest thing here that's what you're here for obviously people are going to read that and it might affect some people not buying but again if people are aren't going to read all the reviews and only focus on the negative part of, of somebody that doesn't know what they're doing and doesn't know what you're doing or didn't know what they that you did for them and couldn't see the value and which is weird because it's usually like a five dollar order of you know with Fiverr, they spent seven, you know, so it's five, four dollars for you, but they spent seven. So they don't see that three dollars in the middle of a seven dollar order for your four dollar profit. And it's usually that scenario that people will be like, oh, this didn't work out at all. This is stupid. Be like, dude, I'm not going to change your life for five dollars or four dollars. You got to understand it most of us on Fiverr are doing stuff for you that not even your friends would do for you. Okay, so if you won't want to give your friends five bucks to go help you out, you're going to come over here and give us, but then you're going to degrade us, but still go hang out with your friends. Your friends won't come and rate your podcast. Your friends don't come and buy from you and purchase from you to support you, but then you're going to treat the other people who are trying to help you and support you in a negative manner. And so it's, a diff- again, this is, these are the scenarios you're going to have to face in the Fiverr life and be able to work with those ups and downs because some people will really try to get to you. And that's the hardest part is trying to juggle that with still being professional and still trying to maintain a seller status. And one thing about Fiverr is they do, you know, as long as you're not crossing the line, putting in hate speech, being really negative to everybody, you know, there's some people that you just look, man, I can't help you we're not communicating it's not working out i decline like there's but there's and there's people that are like what do you mean you decline oh this is just you're rude like look man like that's here's the exact you're making the example of why decline <laughs> kind of situation so don't think that you have to work on all the orders but when you're first starting out you're gonna have to take some take some hits to the head um and and learn how to you know communicate and work your way around it once you get some momentum you can kind of pick and choose who you're going to focus your time on because that's really the important thing is low cancellations delivering on time positive feedback delivering value and making money you know at the end of the day we're here to make money as sellers okay so if a buyer's taking up your time and you're going back and forth with them in the messaging make sure you respond And then if it seems like it's going to be a conversation to go on for a while, get back to it when you can focus on your sales because delivering five-star reviews, obviously response is important. So respond to that first message, but then move on, move along because you got five-star reviews that you're trying to get, not let these people take away from the work that you have in front of you. All right. And if they're not serious or they're taking up your time, you might just need to put them in the back burner and they're going to be, you're going to have some people all of a sudden, if you don't respond to them in a day after responding to them, they're going to be send you like three question marks, send them three question marks back and say, I'm busy. I'm sorry. If you if that, if you're in that much of a hurry, unfortunately, I can't help you. I have other clients that I'm helping right now. You know, it, it gets to a point that, you know, people will start harassing you a little bit, but again, if you have to block them, block them, focus on marketing sales, delivering for your clients, giving people that are serious, the information they need. You know, if it's somebody just messaging hi and that's it, well, send a hi back and don't say nothing back or send a, do you have a question? Something like that, but don't waste your time. Like, hi, how are you? I'm good. You know, like it gets to a point that you're having more conversations than you are with production and you can be doing more with your marketing than these conversations because most of the people that are going to take up your time are the people that aren't going to have a high budget. If you feel like they have, they come in and say, hey, I'm interested in your $75 package. What can you do for me? 
well, this is what I can do for you. Yeah, focus on that. But if they're like, hey, I haven't worked with you before. What do you recommend? Blah, 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 blah. Well, you got to get into that. And these are the people you're going to have to explain things to. So just understand that when you've got other orders in front of you that you need to deliver and work on and focus on so you can get that money and get that five-star review so you can build up those five-star reviews and four and a half-star reviews and deliver on times. Then focus on the, on the people that aren't buying yet. You know, and that's one thing is a lot of people have the work in front of them, but they're not working on the work in front of them. They're focused on all these other nonsense conversations and trying to convert people into something that's not there, you know? So work on what's in front of you first and then go chase the business because if chances are in Fiverr, if you're level two or above, you've, you're getting the work, you know, you're one way or another, you're getting the work. And if you're not, Mark, you should be marketing, not having conversations, chasing people. You should be finding new ways to market. So people chase you. That's the whole point of, you know, Fiverr building up that reputation, building up your status in your category, your subcategories. I mean, obviously there's competition there. There's algorithms you have to learn and navigate with, and you can't learn and navigate all those if you're constantly responding to highs and hellos and, and people that are asking for things that you don't offer. You know, and that's just part of the Fiverr system, especially the more you market, the more gigs you have out there, the more services you offer, the more popular you become, the more distractions you're going to have and the more inquiries you're going to have, the more messages you're going to have. So, you know, build up that the uh, excuse me, the quick reply templates, you know, you want a bunch of templates in your quick replies so you can answer those fast and easy without stressing yourself out or wasting time typing stuff in that is repetitive that you had before. So whether you keep it in a notepad or whether you keep it in Fiverr's quick replies, which is extremely convenient and easy, that's the best way to do it. So once you come up with one, like, hey man, I think I'm gonna have to say that again or I've said that before, I make that a quick reply. It takes two seconds, copy, paste, make it a quick reply, put a title on it, you're done and it's in there forever, forever, ever and ever and ever. Well, as long as the platform's alive, which is looking pretty good right now as they look for that $1 billion valuation Look out for it, y'all. Five-star reviews are important. Follow them. And it's not just Fiverr. You know, if you're living the entrepreneur life, if you're living the side hustle life, or if you're living the freelancer life, the future of work online, and, you you know, you're working on eBay as a seller, Amazon, Etsy, you know, most sites that are freelancing nowadays are are reviews and going to the five-star reviews ways. And now Fiverr has the system of, you know, three different categories for buyers to rate the sellers of, you know, deliver communication expected blah 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 would order again and that you would order again one i mean would order again it's either yes or no there's not like oh well four out of five times i would order again you know like one out of five times like just take that one out you know buy again yeah well obviously if i'm rating five stars chances are i'll buy again you know like that one seems buy again or recommended is what it is like "Mm, yeah well maybe you know like it just doesn't make sense. I think just a one overall five-star review should be enough, whether it's, and, and you can make it to where it is a 4.7, a four, do it that way. But instead of all these different categories and then making up a little system, it's a little different. Pretty soon, it's going to get even more elaborate. You know, like, oh, you guys want to rate the seller? Well, here's 22 different categories and ways to rate the seller. <laughs> it just seems a little, a little extreme. But again, I always say trust Fiverr trust Fiverr and what they're doing. They've, they've done nothing but great things for me as I've worked hard, put in the work, respond. And, and again, sometimes you're going to get people that ask you questions that are already in the descriptions of your gigs and stuff like that. Tell them, set it straight. Like, 
have you read the good gig description yet? You know, and the, um, well, let me get to that. Or yes, I have. Oh, and then you saw the part about the question you just asked that covers the question you just asked. Right. And then you, I have people that send me messages that say, Hey, I have a question. Can I ask you a couple questions? And that's it. And I'm like, well, why don't you ask those questions instead of asking a question about asking a question? These are just examples of things you're going to get that you're going to have to fight through to communicate with people because you might be able to convert these um, to five-star reviews later down the road, you know, but I also have some templates that are very friendly, kind, semi-relevant to some things they say, like my demographics or, you know, hey, try the basic out. You know, it's the best way to know how my gigs work out. I love, love, love to work with you, but it's really up to you. You know, like have a good day, <laughs> but at the same time, there's going to be people that ask you specific questions about specific things. And if you don't want to answer them, let them know, but still reply and still be friendly. And if, you know, they want to start investigating you, then just ignore them or say, Hey, you know, unfortunately, if that's the information you need from me, then I'm not willing to give that here on this platform or, you know, be open with them. But again, don't spend too much time working with people that are asking too many questions because chances are it won't convert to a sale or they might be asking questions to try to outsource your service to try to charge people more and then come back to you, order from you so they get a profit. You know, you got to keep your eye out for some things like that because some people will misrepresent you. It's happened to me many times um, that people will misrepresent you and that, that can affect you as well. It can affect your online status, your online appearance um, and your clout, you know, overall in the Fiverr community. So although I have some people that think I'm rude when I reply because I'm so straightforward and quick and like, it's hey no, thank you. Have a good day. I don't waste a lot of time with them, but then I'm like, well, that's rude. Why would it? I'm just like, are you really like that? Like, first of all, we haven't exchanged any money or anything. And if somebody doesn't have what you need, just move along and look for somebody else. But you know, to be adamant about having to work with somebody, I have to work with you. And if you don't let me work with you, then you're rude. And you're like, man, it's not that serious. Like, obviously there's a reason why I don't want to work with you because the way you're acting now, after I said, I don't want to work with you, (laughs) you know, so it's just a judgment call too, you know? And so sometimes you might be misperceived on how they're, especially over text. You know, that's the hard thing is when you're dealing with text and Fiverr, you know, there's not a lot of face-to-face or, you know, no calling, no inter- interpersonal communication, just more text. And so sometimes I have to throw in a little happy face emoji and emojis are effective. Okay. It can take some, something that seems, you know, very short and curt and make it more friendly and, oh, okay, well, he's just telling me and smiling like, hey, I'm being upfront with you, not a jerk with you. So it's hard to read sometimes emotions in text. So sometimes you got to keep that in mind too when communicating with customers. But five-star reviews is the way, is how it is. So either accept it or get off the platform because that's how it's going to be and that's how it's going to go and it's not going to change. It's only going to get more in depth, like I said. So um, I think that overall, if you can handle the ups and downs of the five-star reviews, but still you're delivering, you know, like I said, out of 9,800 ratings, 9,500 of my 9,800 have been five stars. So it's a real strong. And then right after that, I've only had like maybe 12 or 13 one stars. And those are just from bitter people who either didn't understand what I'm offering or who wanted the world and for $5 or who just, you know, like you try to communicate with them and then you don't hear from them at all until they decide to rate and then they rate and you never hear from them again. And you're like, who is this? Like what? What just happened? You know, so 12 or 13 out of 10, you know, 16,000 orders out of 10,000 ratings, I'd say that's pretty good, you know? And so there's a couple twos in there. 
There's a couple threes in there, but it's mostly fours and fives. And it's pretty much mostly fives. Like I said, if I'm getting 9,500 out of 9,800 fives, we'll project that into about 9,750 out of 10,000. And uh, that's a pretty good percentage of five-star ratings. So basically 97.5 customer, 100% satisfaction guarantee. (laughs) 97.5%. 100% customer satisfaction guarantee. So about 97.5% of my customers get that five-star service. You know, and everybody pretty much gets that five-star service. And that's what's a little sometimes frustrating about it. But when you look at the big picture, you realize how little the, those people mean that are trying to degrade you or bring you down with their one stars or two stars or or whatever. And again, if it's your fault, take responsibility. If you didn't deliver on time or, you know, you didn't deliver what they wanted or you weren't on point with your with your service or with what you had to do, well, yeah, take that L and move forward. But if you're doing what you need to do, it'll start reflecting. And if you do it long term, it'll reflect long term. And there's one reason why I can juggle you know, multiple things right now is because I've learned, I've taken a lot of experience. So I can do a Fiverr Life podcast. I could do my own podcast. I can do today. I'll do about five or seven voiceovers, not too many, but I'm not going to have a show, but I am going to be doing a lot of marketing, a lot of gig adjust, gig adjustments, um, and just some updates and things like that on my Fiverr profile. So throughout the weekend, I work a lot on the weekends, so I can play during the weekdays. I was just at Keystone Snowboard, uh, snowboarding Keystone Resort. If you don't know, it's a ski resort here in Colorado, and I was up there snowboarding the other day. I'll be up there this next week, and you know, continue on. And I'm going to go for a little road trip, do some things that I want to do, and while the while, be working on my computer, living the Fiverr life. Thanks for tuning in this episode. Off some tangents here and there, but for the most part, gives you an idea of you know, what the rating system is all about and why they have it and uh, how you can use it to your advantage and learn some things about the five-star algorithm and ratings. So flip back in the archives, plenty more episodes. Stay tuned for more. Subscribe. We're live on Anchor right now. I'm streaming and you can catch it on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, on a bunch of platforms that I've never even heard of, which is great about the Anchor app and being able to record podcasts here. 26 minutes goes by fast. I got work to do. Fiber Life, Detong. I'm out of here. Thanks for tuning in.